0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is... I'm Ray Bradbury. Okay. Uh, I don't know who that is.
1: You don't know who Ray Bradbury is? No. How do you not know who Ray Bradbury is? One of the greatest authors of all time. I'm J.J. Purden, by the way.
0: Wait. You're not Ray Bradbury?
1: No, I was just. saying, oh, okay. I just sometimes I just
0: say stuff here okay. on the podcast. I just say stuff. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't recognize you over there, so I, was just I like, know. Maybe it is Ray. I, I took on know. the
1: form of Ray Bradbury. Ray, Ray Bradbury is one of the greatest authors of all time, man. Science fiction. He wrote all kinds of great stuff back in the seventies and stuff, man. Did the did you write Harry
0: Potter or something? I, I didn't read no, those. Remember Fahrenheit
1: four fifty four? Maybe four fifty one. It was one. Like I think it's four five. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit and then three numbers in the yeah. 400s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and he, the seven, eight, nine. Yeah, something and like he wrote some stuff about going to Mars. It was awesome, man. Like some the great, Martian. Yeah, the Martian Chronicles.
0: There you go. Did he really write those? Yes, he did. Oh, seriously? I I totally. No, not that. the Martian. The Martian was oh, a good, but okay. <laughs> it
1: was a great film. Yeah, book. It's based off uh, a book. Yeah, Mark Watney was the name of the character in that. Uh, Mark I Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg was not the guy who was okay. in that. It was Matt Damon.
0: Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was at. in. Uh, uh, he was in that one movie, uh, the, the hit hit film Daddy's Home.
1: <laughs> that was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah.
0: I, I know I'm messing with you. <laughs> it was a joke, JJ. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> you and your funny quips, you. Uh, but he wasn't Thor Ragnarok. Matt Damon was. That's right. He he was. He makes a cameo at the beginning he gets playing. Killed. He gets
1: killed. Spoiler.
0: I think he plays. I don't know if he gets killed. Thor, or I forget if he plays Thor or Loki in the, in the little state. He plays Loki.
1: Oh, in the stage play in version, yeah, he plays Loki in the stage play. Yeah, Loki, stage it. pretty yeah good. That, that's right. I do remember now.
0: So go back and watch Thor Ragnarok if you, if you didn't catch that. It's actually kind of funny. It's I was, him, bin, I and was then the binge watching. the guy who watching. plays the guy who plays Thor in the stage play at the beginning is uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother. Liam, Liam, that's who it is. He has so many brothers. He has like two or three brothers that all act. So I couldn't remember yeah. which one. But
1: I, I, you know what? It would be so crappy to be like the one short, fat brother of those guys. <laughs> you got like a couple of Greek guys and then you got like Danny DeVito looking brother who like he's like, <laughs> like "Hey, what are you talking about?" You know, <laughs> with a real annoying voice and. <laughs> His, kind of, his name is just like Doug <laughs> or Craig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right there. I'm that's Craig. That's, Craig Liam, that's Liam. That's Chris. That's, that's Will. And uh, the <laughs> other one, It's <that's> Fat Doug. <laughs> you know, I don't know why, but they got to call him like, Fat Doug. That'd be great. <laughs> How's your week this week, man?
0: Oh, man. It's been so crazy. I hardly had any time to plan for this show.
1: That's it's, right. Uh, you we're, moved. We
0: moved, and it's been a whole ordeal. So my wife and my child went out of town last Tuesday, and they didn't get back until well today, as of recording, which is the next Tuesday. So they've been gone a week. So on my own, I've been scrubbing the apartment, our old apartment, top to bottom, every nook and cranny, like places that you would never think to clean. But I look, I'm looking. I'm like, what in the world is it? We we keep our place clean. Like we regularly clean it like every week or two, like we'll do like our regular dusting and cleaning and clean windows. And man, uh, you go through and you're like, how does it get so dirty? Even like, even with us cleaning, it's like, we've never cleaned this place before or something like it's insane. And then, yeah. And then Saturday moved everything over with a, some help of some friends, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. My phone was
1: on silent, and I yeah. I saw that you'd called like four times, dude. Yeah. and I'm yeah, I feel so bad. Yeah, I bet you uh,
0: do. I no, I mean, it do. was
1: sitting there, and I guess it, my wife said it was buzzing on the dresser, but I was like, what, Garrett? No, nah, he wouldn't call me. It's not even a work day, Psst. no way. It's Garrett, you're reading into
0: some weird stuff.
1: So, again, I'm t- sorry about that.
0: Yeah, right, right. But no, we got moved in, we started. Packing up the U-Haul at nine, and we we're done by noon. We uh-huh. went, so it was a quick move. It's pretty sweet. Uh, oh, I'm so
1: it, glad you're able to get it all done yeah, without my
0: help. No thanks to you.
1: Hey, you know what? Can you the brothers for life, man? Hey, speaking of that, uh, we had somebody move into our house this past week, and uh, I thought it was fat dog. Cool. No, fat dog fat did dog. not. As a matter of fact, fat dog did not move into our home, but I did have fat Ray. <laughs> my. uh, <laughs> okay, so here's here's the thing. I know I say some goofy stuff sometimes, but uh my sister-in-law, why well, I, I don't know if you can call her ex sister-in-law. I'm just going to call her my sister-in-law because my brother passed away. And uh so she had him cremated and had his ashes wait for it. And uh recently she's she's uh, gotten engaged to a, a young guy and uh she called me up and said JJ I need you to um, contemplate taking your brother. <laughs> and I was like, um, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, well, the thing is he's haunting our house. And um, he's banging on walls and the pipes. And I just think that he needs freedom from here. And we just need to move on. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to take like ashes and stuff to my house. It's like really weird. <laughs> you know." And uh, so – so I, I think it was kind of dropped at that point. Well, then she said, hey, can you stop by the house for a second? I got something for you. So I stopped by the house for a second and I walk in and
0: – You fool. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. I don't know why I fell for that. And she brought out this uh, cloth bag with a box uh, with my brother's remains inside of it and set it on the kitchen table <laughs> and said, he's all yours, bro. And I'm like – uh I thought I said no before, but um, okay. So then I was like, had to call my wife. I'm like, honey, guess who's coming home for dinner? <laughs> no, so, so actually
0: I didn't call her.
1: Here's what I did. and Because I'm like, okay, what do you do? This is like the weirdest interaction you, this ever. This is what
0: I, you sh- before you say what you actually did, this is what I, I think you did and what you should have done if you didn't is you should have just like snuck him in the house and put him somewhere like up on a shelf or on a, on the dresser in your bedroom or something or just ha- hit, not hit him, mm-hmm. like hit him in plain sight. <clears throat> like put him someplace that like seemed see natural if anybody and saw if anyone noticed.
1: No, because my kid is 15 and she'd probably think it was weed and try to smoke him or something, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. If my wife is listening to this, she doesn't smoke pot. Uh, so the whole thing is, is that I, <laughs> I brought him in to the house and I said, guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> kids, you guys remember Uncle Ray? <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, I don't know why. Like I was the only one laughing and uh, it just got really. Your kids
0: are all crying. Yeah. Your they're like, all is like all life? out,
1: that's my uncle in a box. You know what I'm like? Remember he, he, he was a lot shorter than I remember. Uh, <laughs> and so sadly, I put him up in a in a cabinet because I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't have like a fireplace to put him on. So I put him there. I wanted to talk with my siblings because I've got several siblings that I need to kind of discuss things with. Like, hey, what are we going to do with Ray? Because Ray's now living with me and I don't know what, you know, then like. Couple things came missing, and I'm like, I think he's haunting my dang house now. And my wife's like, Hey, this is not cool, man. (laughs) Well, we're we're gonna put up with the haunting. You know, she doesn't believe in that stuff, but uh, so so funny. And uh, so I was talking to my little brother. He's got a horrible sense of humor too. And he go, We used to have this game in my family at every Christmas. One year, somebody got this really crappy, like light for a car that nobody had. Nobody had the car, but every year somebody else would get that car light as a gift, you would just, like if it got to me, next year I might give it to my sister, you know, or my sister might <laughs> give it to one of my brothers. And so it'd be like, who's going to get the gift? Who's... So my brother Paul, who's pretty devious and I think a little bipolar, says to me, he could become the new car light, dude. We're going to start passing around at Christmas time. And I was like, it's just evil enough it might work. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, we might just be given... Give it a little bit of. He, dude, he would love that. My oh, brother, that's great. That's My awesome. brother would think that's the greatest thing ever. Like, he'd be visiting everybody all the time, haunting a little bit of my sister-in-law, my brother, and, <laughs> and coming and staying with us for for a little bit, you know. But this house is clear. We're good. We know the Lord, so we're fine.
0: That's so good. Yeah, that's perfect. Only I, my life, Garrett. I wish I, I was part of your family just so I could get him.
1: Yeah, nobody's <laughs> ever said that. <laughs> Several people have tried to want out. No, it seems that's such a funny thing.
0: It's so yeah, great. I think like, it's pretty great. much so yeah. fun to be a part of and like plotting. Okay, who do I give it to next year? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alrighty, guys. Well, before we get into the the good stuff here, uh, let's get into Wait, some- Wait, that wasn't
1: good? I'm kind of a little hurt.
0: Well- That
1: was good stuff. I thought that was like, oh, that's perfect podcast okay. material. I okay. got to share it's,
0: that. Before we get to the, the similar type stuff we've been talking about, um, <laughs> let's- uh, talk about our patreon right now uh if you haven't already um go check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash super and uh you can go over there and read kind of a little bit more about us uh, you know who we are where we came from why we do this and uh there's also tears over there, uh, tears as in not like I'm crying tears, but tears as in levels, different levels you can support a set.
1: There are tears uh, that crying once you do give money, because then
0: we're like, oh my gosh, tears they of like joy, us, they and, really like yeah, us. There's tears of joy when you support us, and there's tears of very very much so sorrow when, when you when you cancel your subscription, so please don't do that.
1: We haven't had anybody do that yet, though.
0: No, not yet, but uh, it's, I'm ready to cry at, at a drop of a hat. <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> um but go check us out at patreon uh if you really love what we do and you have a just even two dollars burning a hole in your pocket um support us at the two dollar level just gives you a virtual high five every month but every every little bit helps and then we have higher levels um which aren't really that expensive um compared to like I don't, I, there's a couple other patrons i've looked at and it's like holy cow like I can't wait till we can get to the point where people support us for 50 bucks a month. But until then, uh, no, we have, we, can try, we want to keep it low because we know we're just like a fledgling little baby podcast here. So we have like a $5 tier, $10 tier, 15 Um I think our most expensive is maybe 50 or 60, but that's not even like one you support monthly. It's a one-time thing. You support us one time and JJ will play D&D with you because he's never played before. And we're hoping someone will support us at some point so that we can, uh, um, yeah, get him uh inducted into the uh d and d society
1: I think that the idea is is that I have teased and made fun of and maybe teased a little more on the whole d and d community because I'm not an actual nerd i I play one on t v but I'm not an actual nerd and so when i when I in all my geeky nerdiness make fun of real nerds uh, I think that you guys want so badly for me to be a part of your group. Yeah. So I can come in and, you know, play play goofy with you, yep. you know. and That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's part of me that kind of wants to do that. I, I'm not going to lie. Like the D&D aspect of it, I just, I can only imagine getting in and eating all of mom's pop tarts in the basement and going all crazy with the characters over the top. Yes.
0: So you could do that on Patreon for only like 50 bucks. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to support us monthly, we have those lower tiers, and if you really, really want to want to get JJ doing something he really doesn't want to do, you know, listen for us. money,
1: I'm putting on two piece bikinis. Well, I am
0: no, no, no. I I'm telling you right now, I'll sell myself out oh, big no. time. Okay, well, uh, but shout out real quick here uh, to a couple of our supporters, our Patreon producer Matt Liu, uh, and then our Patreon sponsor Bill Bird. Matt and Bill, thank you,
1: gentlemen, and I heard. I heard from Matt, he reached out on uh, Twitter book, and he was telling me that uh, he finally got to get that cream, so that little fungal infection under the big toe, taken care of right on, M-Dog. Like I call him M-Dog
0: now. <laughs> He's going to stop supporting us if you keep talking about he, stuff like that.
1: It wasn't like a horrible infection or fungal thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. it, it was just, it was like a slight deal, but I'm glad that the cream is working. Okay,
0: cool. Well, what do you say we get down to it? Is it time? It's time for the nerdy nudes.
1: The nerdy nudes. Your
0: voice almost cracked on that one. It was real close. No, no it didn't. There was no real crack close. at all. That that
1: was that was that was voice. That was, acting that was right like Adam
0: Levine level like falsetto voice. I
1: almost hit like the the high G. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what any of those letters mean.
0: righty, guys. This first news story is kind of a couple little news stories in one. Um, so Sony confirmed during an investor relations presentation uh, or um, bum, 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 bum. sorry, guys, I did not read this article all the way through because, like I said, I've been busy <laughs> You okay. prepared as always. Thank God yeah. I'm all prepared and stuff like that. <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, this is the first time, buddy. Uh, so I didn't get the other news story. So the first news story, I'm just going to off the top of my head. Here's top-level stuff. Sony came out and announced, hey, we are starting a new TV or we're starting a new entertainment production company called PlayStation Productions, and we're going to take all of our exclusive uh, PlayStation IPs, such as, um, let's see, um, Uncharted would be one. The Last of Us would be one. Um I think Ratchet and Clank might be one, Twisted Metal would be one, like is anything that's PlayStation owned like from the forever from any time in its history, mm-hmm. um God of War. Uh they're going to start making TV shows and maybe movies based on all those IP. Uh so instead of letting other companies that don't know video games do it, like um we've seen for years and years now with like um well, I mean, Sonic is being made by some random uh, I don't even remember who but uh, who was it was at Paramount Paramount is doing Sonic um, and in the past obviously it's been a whole plethora of different companies doing video game movies it's like why not keep it in house produce it inside of a company that knows video games knows the story and can will do everything to keep it true to the story and portraying it on the, the silver screen um, so that's the first kind of top level news story the next news story that came out out of complete left field is that, um, so this is what I was reading. This is from Tom Marks over at IGN. Sony confirmed that during an investor relations presentation today is developing a TV show based off of the hit franchise Twisted Metal. A game that, I don't think there's been a new Twisted Metal game in like 10, 15 years and then now they're going to decide to make a TV show out of it?
1: Maybe it's Somehow? pretty different, but it I'm was like, one oh, of the okay. first titles that were really popular when the original PlayStation came out. Uh, yeah, it
0: was huge, yeah. but it's just so random. And we were talking a little bit, a little bit before. And I'm just like, okay, like kind of brainstorming, like how does that look? Like, like how do they make a TV show of that? The only thing I came up with is like maybe it's like a PG-13 or like a rated R, like Speed Racer or something type show where it just like follows the characters around and maybe even make it like an anime style I don't know maybe that'd be cool I think it's probably
1: got to be anime style the only thing I could think of I mean and it doesn't have to be any if it's that if, if it's
0: if it's like live action uh maybe it's like a like a like death race or something like that
1: what's the longevity on something like that though I just don't see that being something that can yeah I don't, I don't, drag know, I don't in. know how you
0: make a TV series based off that like unless it's the only thing I can think of is maybe Cause I know they could use the
1: IP and put all kinds of story around it. It doesn't. I never,
0: I never, I didn't play a lot of the games. I've only played little bits here and there. I never owned it. This was, you know, one of those games my parents would not let me have, similar to Medieval. It's coming out here in in October. This is one of those games. Like, uh, no, you can't have that. We rented it a couple times. I remember my dad playing. I watched my dad play it over the couch. Yeah, you know, like never sucking on a lollipop. I don't think we ever owned it though, and so. Um, but one of them I did play, I think it was a PS two one or maybe a PS three. And there are like backstories to the characters and stuff. So maybe it's something where, you know, we get the racing and stuff, but maybe they focus even on like some of those character backstories, which is weird. Like, I don't know. It just seems like such a strange choice. (laughs) Like our first one we're doing. Like in my, because my, they came out on different days, the new stories. The first day, I think it was like last Wednesday, they announced the production company. And then the second, like the next day, like, oh, by the way, we're doing this. When they announced the production company, immediately I was like, if they made a God of War TV show, that would be incredible. Like imagine if they made a God of War, like based off of maybe like how Kratos got to um, the new, like the Norse, you know, uh, kind of wildlands where he's living at in the new game. Or maybe it's a, it's a movie or a TV show that takes place after the game. Like, okay, now they've completed this. This is like Atreus, like growing up now. I don't know. That would have been incredible. Like that. Yeah, maybe that.
1: having his teenage angst. Yeah. Maybe starting to smoke dope
0: and have an attitude. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, you can see that. <laughs> but, uh, cause I mean, that game is already like a movie. Like playing through that, it's. Boy,
1: bring me the bong. It's,
0: Boy. It's so cinematic. Sorry. So, like, I, that would have been incredible. We're but, tearing up talking about it because you'll love yeah. that stuff so much. No, God, okay. of War, God of War, I, I, when I talked about I gave my, you know, impressions back when I finally finished the game, became a real gamer. Yeah. Um, I said that multiple times in the game. Like, I teared up because it was such, like, a emotionally gripping story, like, of this father and son bond. And so to make a TV show, like, oh, it'd be so cool. Like, it'd be, the action would be awesome. And then, like, it actually would have a good, like, emotional story to it that would, like, Pull people in, even people who didn't like video games and the violence. Like, I feel like they, it's a story that could ever, anyone could get behind. But yeah, I don't know. What do you think about all this?
1: I think it is crazy to pick Twisted Metal to start off, and I think it's also really interesting that PlayStation is putting their hat under the ring and saying, "Hey, we want to create original content." It seems to be where everybody's going now. For the longest yeah. time, cord cutting was was everyone like everyone wants thing. to do their
0: own stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, once you start to separate out. All of these different companies saying, "Hey, we want to get in on the streaming stuff." Eventually, it's going to get to the point where if you want to have each of the things that are so great, that you've got to have like eight or eight or ten different streaming services in order to get all the stuff you want. No, yeah, so, that's exactly I mean, that's
0: what it's already like now. Yeah, like,
1: where you're getting like I don't know how many you have, but I think I think you might have three. You have, let's see. I have Netflix.
0: I have Hulu. I have Amazon Prime. We have CBS All Access. Um, and I mean, we're thinking about canceling Netflix. We honestly never watch anything on Netflix other than like Stranger Things, which the new season comes out in July. But after that, we might cancel Netflix, especially with the Disney Plus coming out mm-hmm. this fall. Yeah. Because Disney Plus is only like six bucks a month. And it's going to have all the Star Wars movies, all the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have all the Marvel TV shows that haven't come out yet. The, the planning I'm making, like all the, the Where, Star Wars TV shows. I hear, I,
1: I hear what you're saying. I think that you're, I think that you're sleeping on a lot of those great Netflix originals. Netflix has really taken off with the original content. They know, made, this, the, they made the decision. They're, they're looking at spending like I know, fifteen I know they have billion a dollars stuff, this, this year none on
0: none of it. None of it ever like speaks to us. Like whenever we t- we'll, we'll try something, we're like, eh, like this is all right. Like I don't know. There hasn't been any other Netflix original Stranger Things. Other than Stranger Things. Bird that,
1: Box. It wasn't the greatest movie in the world, but a lot of people watched it. No, yeah. I enjoyed Bird, it.
0: Yeah, Bird Box, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. okay, there's like two things we listed, and maybe there's two other things that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But out of like, I'm spending $17 a month for, for Netflix because we have the 4K one for our TV. Um, and so it's like $17 a month to watch like four shows every well, like once a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we watch. I mean, it has uh, it has uh, Friends on there.
1: You guys are watching the Friends, huh?
0: I mean, we're not now, but we did. Like mm-hmm. we do. Like it's one of those shows that we just put on the background. Just like <laughs> my wife does gallon. the same thing. So it's like, and that's the only place you can watch it. I think at this yeah. point. So that's that's like maybe that that's the biggest reason we're keeping it is for Friends. Like we're paying seventeen bucks a month. Yeah, for you don't friends. want to pay
1: seventeen bucks a month for Friends. <laughs> like, so. What we're yeah. doing is we we actually uh, – we do have a family friend who is moving in with us and um, um, turning the garage into a studio. And so um, we are actually going to be upping our Netflix to the $16 a month Netflix and then splitting it with him as well as splitting Hulu with him. And then, uh, and then we're actually going to take on uh, the Disney Plus when it comes in. Um, so we'll have three three streaming services. Currently, I, I had WWE Network. Um, I love to have that, but I just nerd. couldn't really. I'm a super wrestling nerd. I won't lie. I'm a super <laughs> wrestling nerd. Um, but I can't justify the budget right now. I can't justify it in the budget. So I need to, need to take it off. I don't get to watch it enough, but you know, once a month or maybe a little bit more. But so I'm like, okay, I'll take it off and I'll just win, when really big events happen. Then I'll yeah. take it back on for the month.
0: And that's, that's how we're feeling with the Netflix thing. It's like, there's no sense, like we haven't used it in probably like six months, like 16 times six, that's a lot of money. Like that's a lot of cashola right there. So like when, where, so like when something comes out that we're interested in, like, yeah, well I'm down to pay that for a month and then like binge watch a bunch of stuff. Like me even like let stuff build up. And then just binge it like crazy, um, and then you know let it lapse. And then when the next time there's a bunch of stuff built up, then get it again. But at this point, it's just like it doesn't make sense.
1: So it's kind of it's kind of a crazy See, question: is are they going to do this for yeah. PlayStation? So yeah, U? that's that's
0: kind of what, what we were starting out with. Is like, are they going to? Is this going to be exclusive to their PlayStation View thing? And that's like. So they currently, they actually already have a show. I think it's, they only have one or two, but that are exclusive. You can only get through the PlayStation Store. And, and you you watch it through PlayStation View, I think
1: for for pay? free. Oh, for free. Well, okay.
0: I I think you can get like the first couple episodes for free. I've seen it on there because I I pops up as an ad for me once in a while on my PS4. It's like, hey, do you want to watch this show? I'm like, no, not really. Like, do you it know might what it be is good. Off the top
1: of your head, is it is it related to c- uh, characters from the no, IP? No, it's it's okay.
0: completely um, <clears throat> set apart. In a, an original thing. Like, okay. I don't I don't even know the premise of the story. That's something I can look up later. But, um, yeah. So it's kind of like. I I don't think they will do that only because, um, I think obviously they want to be able to make money off this, and I just like yeah PlayStation Four has a huge install base. But they can make way more money by popping this on a Netflix or on a Hulu or on an as Amazon opposed Prime. To, yeah, as opposed to going crazy or, with their own streaming yeah, or something. Like if they try to like push their own streaming service. I mean, which technically they already have through PlayStation View, which is their live TV. Mm-hmm. Um so like if you wanna watch uh, you know, your A B C Fox, NBC, CNN, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, Disney, whatever, but without having cable, you can it's like 30 bucks a month that's like 25 or 30 bucks a month and you get live tv um so i don't know i don't see them tying it to that i could my
1: opinion is they need to they need to to branch out yeah they need to go and put it with some other company whether it's netflix whether it's hulu building a partnership with one of those other companies because honestly there's too many streaming services already and some other ones that are like you know, looming over the horizon. Mm-hmm. And what's going to end up happening is oversaturation because you ultimately you don't want to get back to the point where you're spending $75 a month or $100 a month on all these different packages. You want to have it, okay, so let's say I do the ESPN because I'm a big sports person. And then maybe I do Hulu and CBS All Access because I like the Twilight Zone and the, the content they come out with. Keeping it simple, and Disney Plus, with what they've got going on with Hulu, they're going to be fully taking over within the next couple of years.
0: Yeah, Uh, because Disney Plus is, Disney's pretty much completely owns Hulu now. Like, what was it, Comcast- backed out. They just said, hey, you know what? We're giving up our shares or, or something like that.
1: Hulu had... Hulu was owned by several different companies all at the same yeah. time, so Fox yeah. had a pos, uh, position in it, as Which did Disney just
0: bought. Right. And then Comcast just put their hands up, and so, like, okay, we're giving up our so shares or whatever. they've got the know.
1: majority right now and soon they'll take over fully, so they're going to be buying Comcast. now. But
0: su- that'll be sweet in the future. They'll I, probably I, bundle stuff that's is kind of what say. I'm thinking. That's what I was to say. Yeah, like if yeah. they, like, you might be able to pay, like, oh, instead of... Uh, Six bucks because I think they're both like six bucks a month. Like, well, Hulu if you want ad free, it's like ten bucks. But well, Hulu's I, I I, I could, like I could see them. I could see them doing like, hey, let's let's do um, ten or eleven bucks a month, and you get both of them ad free or whatever. Like, that'd be it's a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, they
1: already know they're going to be losing money the first few years. That that's not they're they're looking to get a lot of eyeballs on D, on Disney Plus. So they're, really, they're going to
0: make bank off of because for sure. not only is going to have all new content. It's going to have all of their old content, like everything that's been like vaulted for years, like, uh, like movie, like all their classic movies, like Aladdin or Bambi or, uh, Pocahontas or Cinderella or whatever, like they vault it where you're like if you want if I find to go out and buy Aladdin right now. You can't, you can't buy it. You can't rent it. You can only get it every like 10 years or whatever when they release it from their vault quote unquote vault or whatever. So with a new Disney plus, everything will be on there all the time. So, like, like all those classics that are normally vaulted are going to be free to the public. So, they're going to make so much money off of that. Like, but to have the entire classic Disney library on there at any time.
1: Yeah, I think PlayStation would be smart to to stick with somebody else. Right now, some of those companies are going to be spending a lot of money on some very huge projects. Like um, Disney Plus with The Mandalorian. Oh, the, you oh, know what I mean? Um, Amazon Prime is putting the, the most money ever... For a TV show based on Lord of the Rings, I mean it, dude. The scope of that is absolutely huge. So I think to try to, try to get push in one of those services, right? Like, that's
0: the like, yeah, all, those, those the big three there. Like, if you can get in one of that one of them, you're you're good to go. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm. It's interesting. I doing twisted metal, but I'm excited to see what comes after that. Um, and then, in a, in a side note, he also in that article, uh, it was also announced by uh, the CEO that. The Uncharted movie is in advanced development, and that's all he said. It's like, okay, cool. Well. That's
1: good news for us Uncharted nerd, nerds yeah. who really love
0: that series a uh, lot. The last we heard about it was uh, everyone wanted Tom Holland uh, to play a young Nathan Drake. He's the guy who plays Spider-Man in the new Marvel movies. I'm like, eh, maybe we'll see. But okay, the next uh, news one news piece is real quick here. Um, but Colin Stevens over at IGN. Uh, Sony confirmed that the biggest PlayStation 4 exclusives will still be coming to the current generation console, but didn't specifically rule them out appearing on PlayStation 5. Uh, So during Investors Relations Day in 2019 presentation, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, Jim Ryan, spoke over a slide including key art for The Last of Us Part II, Death Stranding, and Ghosts of Tsushima that focused on the critical role of PS4 over the next few years. The next three years or so, PS4 will be the engine of Sony Interactive Entertainment's engagement and probability as we seek to keep the existing owner base engaged and delighted and attract new owners from different markets and different demographics. In this, we will be massively helped by an outstanding roster of new and exclusive games that have yet to be launched. Um, so this is kind of like a dual news story. Not only are all those games for sure coming to the PlayStation 4, because there's been a lot of speculation like, it's getting late in the life cycle. Are they just going to like be like, actually, those games aren't coming out for PS4 now. We changed our minds how it's coming from PS5, or, or what are they going to do? And so this is them confirming they are coming to PS4, but then the second kind of hidden news in this is right there where they announced, basically, they plan on supporting uh, the PS4, it says, for the next three years or so. So they're going to keep the exclusives coming to PS4. They're going to keep new games coming out for PS4, which is a smart move. Like there's already such a big base there of customers, of fans. And then, um, I don't know. And that's just because the PS4 is going to be cheaper once the PS5 comes out. It's just going to expand there, expand the brand, man. Really I,
1: I think that all that matters to, like, my son is that Fortnite is still playable on <laughs> PS4. That's all that really matters. Oh,
0: yeah, it's, I mean, it's going to be playable everywhere. No, I write. Well,
1: that's good news, man. I think that's really awesome. They're still going to support that because there's going to be a lot of people who are like, man, I really, really love my PS4 and I'm just not ready to drop down the cash for a PS5. So... By still supporting the system, I think that's a really good move. And I'm going to make a proclamation right now. And okay. when I say it like that, it really means real business. Okay, okay. Uh, that As soon as that PS5 comes out, I'm going to get me one. And I'm going to push that PS4 over into my boy's room, you know, as, as like, then I could look like a hero. Like, look, son, I got you the, uh, the PS4. It's yours <laughs> now as I get the brand new shiny one <laughs> up in the front. I just, I don't know if that's real or not. My wife's praying. It's a, it's a, shoot it's a nice uh, It's nice, a little nice pipe thought. dream. Yeah. It's a nice thought. <laughs> yeah. I might have to like give him the PS5 and me take the thing because he might punk me out for it.
0: Yeah. Um, some, so breaking news as of today, uh, which kind of goes hand in hand with this. So while well, yesterday or a couple days ago, there's a tweet put out by Kojima and Kojima Productions and Death Stranding's Twitter pages saying that there's going to be a big announcement on the 29th. It is the 28th. Uh, sometime this morning, a uh, a Twitch feed through uh, PlayStation. If you go to PlayStation's Twitch channel, um, they are doing a stream right now. It started sometime this morning. It's been going all day, and I imagine it's going to go all night until tomorrow when the announcement comes out. But uh, it's just uh, kind of looping this video and what it looks like. It's like the black goo or ooze or whatever if you see seen all the trailers and like there's random handprints but anytime there's handprints in the background of the handprints you see video from the game like it's like you can see oh okay that's Sam Bridges there that's uh you know that such and such character like you can tell like different characters from the trailers and stuff so um Ooh,
1: it's exciting so it's tomorrow exciting. So the,
0: something big something big from Death Stranding so it's huge news like I I I know in the past I was a skeptic about it coming out this year.
1: Yeah, we, we've had this discussion before where this was something where I was like, man, I really, I think it's been in development for so long. And the stuff that we've seen looks so gorgeous and just looks like it's ready. And you've argued like, dude, no, I'm used to Kojima taking his sweet time yeah. while everybody else is wanting it, you know, yesterday. And this dude does not feel the rush. He wants it to be as perfect as possible. He's got a little bit of the uh, Garrett Morling OCD going on. Oh, yeah. So, Definitely. But, uh, dude, I mean, this so, could be uh, anything. It could be that uh, I, he's going to push I, it off until next year. No. Or I
0: think I think it's a release date. I think we oh, get a release man. date tomorrow. It's a, trail, a new trailer. With it. it has to be a new trailer with a release date. So this is what his tweet yeah. said. Uh, Kojima Productions. It's at Koji Pro 2015 underscore E-N. That's a Twitter mouthful there. Um, the tweet says the countdown to hash uh, the countdown of hashtag Death Stranding has started. Dot 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 May 29th, Period. And then it says underneath create the rope. That's all it says. And the last over the last week or the, this last weekend, they've put out two or three teaser trailers, like that are like thirty seconds long. And one of them said like create the rope. Another one said uh make connections or something or reconnect or I don't know. And they just have like these little like one liners and stuff. So they put out like thirty second second three 30 second tri- like, teasers over the last weekend and then tomorrow something big's happening. So I Okay. So I think it's I think it's a release date.
1: If we're to guess a release date, um you think it's coming out this year? I mean I mean obviously if they're Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Are you thinking right before Christmas? Or like let's let's uh Let's so, throw some stuff out there and see what sticks against the wall. There's
0: two things that I've kind of went through my mind with this. Um The one the first one is totally absurd, totally crazy, probably won't happen, but it could. My so we talked a little bit last week. Uh E3 is a week and a half away. My thought is Sony is not going to be at E three, but if they put out a trailer tomorrow and say, Hey, in one week Death Stranding comes out, PlayStation, like Sony would win E three, like without even having to be there. Like oh my gosh. anything that happened at E three would not even matter because people would be freaking out and playing Death Stranding. That would
1: be the most amazingly like,
0: devious thing ever. I, it sounds crazy, but it's like it's all happening so close to around E three, which is funny because they came out a few months ago saying, Oh, we're not gonna have any announcements or or, I don't know, there's something like some... I thought it was them. Uh, yeah, there, we're, or we're not going to have any events or anything happening around E3 and stuff like that. But, like, I could totally see them just, like, boom, here's the release date, it's next week, boom, it coming out and just taking over E3. So that's totally crazy, probably will not happen, but that's, like, that's my pipe dream. You, you dream about getting PS5, I dream about getting Death Stranding next week. <laughs> um, the My other thought is, yeah, it'll be a fall release, um, just like... Uh, I could see it being a really good September release, similar to Spider-Man last year.
1: Okay. See, I was actually thinking late October. Okay. I was thinking it was going to hit right before the Thanksgiving Black Friday rush. And when that happens, then it would be like the Christmas gift for the for the year for gamers. Um, hint, hint, wife. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> no. No, but seriously. Um, so – I'm thinking that if they did do that, if they were to drop it like that, that would be insane. They would They would honestly- It seems
0: psychotic, but at the same time, Sony, <clears throat> I don't know, Sony just kind of puts off this air about them, especially with them not being at E3 was such a big statement. Mm-hmm. It also, I was like, that would be an even bigger statement to be like, oh, we're not showing up because we have, you know, uh, we don't feel like E3 is worth blah, blah, blah. And then for them to come out and be like, oh, by the way, like, we're just gonna we're ruining E three for everyone. Well, a, we're gonna a, drop the biggest, most anticipated game ever. Like that, that's a like heck in, of a way to whatever.
1: that's a heck of a way to garner attention. Yeah, and pull it away from from E three. So uh, how, how did Kojima's last games go when when they would come out? Would it be like with very obviously each one of them had large fanfare because of his following? Would there be big windows of time or was it like hey Kojima's games coming out next week because I know a lot of people like you would wait for Metal Gear Solid would um, wait for all the different games that he put out I I don't
0: to be honest I don't really remember specifics I think it was more like hey here's a release date and it'd always be like a couple like a few months out or something like mm-hmm. it was never like I don't think they've ever did a quick turn and, like and it's available right now like they I don't think he's ever done that
1: now, has any game ever done that to your knowledge
0: has any game ever it's said Apex Legends <laughs>
1: Apex Legends came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, really just did. like it was just on the store and they're like, hey, we just came out with a new game. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> um other than that, it doesn't happen often. Um it happens more actually with like DLC and stuff. Usually it's like um and I could be totally wrong. If it, if you guys can think of something, like write in to you know, Super Gamer Boys on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, emails, whatever. Um, but to my knowledge, from what I remember, it's usually, like, a piece of DLC. Like, it'll be like, oh, there's new fighters for Super Smash Brothers, blah, 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 And it's available right now or whatever. Like, it's always, like,
1: the, it's available right now?
0: Yeah, it'll oh. be something like that. Like, or, um, like, oh, the new DLC for such and such game. Like, it tends to be that type of thing. I've, I can't think of any game off the top of my head where it's been, like, this entire game is available now. Except for, I take that back there was some games on the switch last e three. I think it was on the switch, but yeah, there's a couple things that were available, like oh, available at the end of this broadcast or whatever. Cause they do Nintendo directs, uh, around E three time. Nintendo does, which that's another big news piece next week. Um, next, well, there's two things breaking news today. There's a play- Pokemon press conference. And then next week there's a Pokemon press conference. That's focused just on the new games that are coming out this year. Pokemon sword and shield. Um, so why don't we go into that news real quick about, uh, the Pokemon, uh, conference real quick. Um, I'm not gonna yeah. go super into it because not a lot's known about it because it just happened tonight. Um, so I'm just going to run through it quick and then we'll go on to the next news thing. Cause we got, we got a lot of news today. A lot happened this last week. <laughs> it's insane. Um, I think it's because there was a holiday this week, too. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Pokemon company in their conference announced Pokemon Home, which is meant to bring all Pokemon together throughout players' journeys, wherever they play, including integration with Pokemon Sword and Shield. This is by Jonathan Dornbush over at IGN. Uh, planned for an early 2020 launch for iOS and Android devices, Pokemon Home will let players integrate Pokemon from the Nintendo 3DS Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go on smartphones, and Pokemon... Uh, Switch games like Let's Go and Pokemon Sword and Shield. So I think the idea is that you catch Pokemon in any of those platforms on 3DS, on your phone, or on the Switch, and they go everywhere. So instead of having to recapture a game on every, like capture the same Pokemon multiple times on different games, you capture it once a night, and you have it everywhere. Um, and it allows you to trade with players globally online, with friends, with trainers nearby, Um, so yeah, that's the idea behind that. So that's cool, I guess. Then I don't have to, you know, catch a million Pokemon every time I replay a game or something on a different console. Uh, the other thing that they announced is Pokemon Sleep. This is kind (laughs) of, you're going to think this is absolutely ridiculous. No, I, I would never. I think it's ridiculous. Um.
1: Wait, even you look at it and go, ooh, too much for me. Pokemon
0: Sleep, this is by Adam Bankhurst at IGN. Pokemon Sleep is a new app slash game for smartphones that tracks the user's time sleeping and brings a gameplay experience unlike any other. Um, The mobile app will allow players to wake up with Pokemon every morning and aims to turn sleeping into entertainment by having a player's time spent sleeping and the time they wake up affect the gameplay. So what it is, is there's there's an
1: app that wakes you up so you can go
0: like, (laughs) no. Yeah. So (laughs) it's an app on your phone or they also showed this little like disc thing. It's about, I don't know, like four inches in diameter or something that you lay on your bed and has an accelerometer in there. So it detects your movement while you're sleeping. And then it, it knows when you're sleeping and when you wake up and it tracks, it basically tracks your sleep and tracks your, like when you're awake.
1: It's also stealing your dreams. And it's all like, (laughs) Like,
0: it somehow integrates into a game. It doesn't explain how the game is actually played, but, but it, so it's called, so the the device, that little disc is called (laughs) the Pokemon go plus plus. Oh God. Because last year they came out with a Pokemon go plus, which is like a pedometer. Like you put it in your pocket Mm and it tracks your steps and it helps you collect steps for Pokemon go on your phone. Well, now this new device is the Pokemon go plus, Plus, plus.
1: Keep this in mind, people. <laughs> this is how the Terminator crap starts uh, right now. It's no. doing this stuff, playing around with your sleep cycles, uh, sleeping with Pokemon. What in the world is Pokemon, Pokemon doing or whatever. Or what are they Come doing?
0: Uh, on. It's ridiculous. Uh, they also announced a new game for your phone called Pokemon Masters, which is basically um, you get to play alongside your favorite Pokemon trainers and uh, battle... It's just like Pokemon battles and stuff. So that actually looks cool because it's just like a new like regular old like a Pokemon battle game on your phone, which is much different because Pokemon Go didn't really have that. So it'll be cool to have that again on your phone. And then I didn't actually know this. This is on here too. There's a new Detective Pikachu sequel announced for the Switch because Detective Pikachu was original, originally a game on the 3DS. Um, they also, they just announced that there's going to be a sequel uh, to that game on the Switch now. So that's all the quick Pokemon news for you. Um, uh, what do you think of all that, JJ? You're just sitting over there Nerd. like in shock. I know you're <laughs> no, just like, no, it's oh, just not in the world. Okay, at what point do you just is. say enough is enough?
1: Look, I, I, I want to reiterate again that I just watched that Detective Pikachu movie. I love that movie. That movie was a lot of fun, and the characters really are colorful and fun, and the the actors were phenomenal in that movie. But I didn't come out of that movie going, oh, man, I got to play some kind of Pokemon games and like I got to be around Pokemon and just immerse myself in the Pokemon world. That's exactly how
0: I I feel. I've been playing so much Pokemon Let's Go (laughs) on my Switch the last couple of weeks since watching that. I walked out and I was like, okay, moving on. That's because you haven't (laughs) experienced the game. I think if you tried the game. Uh, No. Isn't that the one where you
1: like... Are holding the screen and yet you're looking down and like, oh, look, it looks like there's a Pokemon across the street. And you no, like that, walk right in uncommon traffic. No, no,
0: no, no, no. That's Pokemon Go. That's not a real Pokemon game. Okay. That's you don't play that game. That's okay. Pokemon Go. No, you need to play a real Pokemon game either on a Game Boy, on a DS, or on the Switch. So like when you finally get your son your switch a switch, buy yeah. Pokemon Let's Go.
1: Okay. Speaking of that. He actually got to play the Switch for the first time. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah, my my niece graduated high school, so we went over to my other niece's house, and uh, my nephew is a year younger than my son, and he got a Switch from his daddy, so... uh, He's like in there playing with my son And like I walk in Lee had this crazy look in his eye I, I'm I'm so serious Garrett Like I'm not even trying to be funny Like he had this like Ridiculously glazed over look And he's like Dan I gotta
0: good a switch
1: Oh my gosh Dan And I was like Dude okay we're, Well we're gonna talk about it And he's like You understand that It is amazing And you can take the controllers off And I was like Oh you don't realize That dad's gonna buy the cheaper one <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was there pretty awesome. A,
0: if you get him a Switch that you can play Fortnite on it, and it has crossplay, so he can play with all his friends on PlayStation Four mm. in his bedroom, and then you can have your PlayStation back.
1: God, I like that. That sounds so good. But I'd be worried that my wife would be trying to take the Switch from him. Like, here's how it would go. Because my wife loves to play Fortnite too. I hope you're listening, honey. Love you. Uh, she loves the Fortnite too. She's got the addiction going pretty hard, and she's really good at it. And that's okay. I hope she didn't hear that part. So here's the deal. Like I could see her saying, Lee, give me that thing. You're not getting the switch right now. You're grounded. And him going, Oh man, come on, you suck. You're so mean to me. And him going to the room and her going, hey, hey, hey. And then her playing like endlessly for like three hours, you know. Well, let's get her a switch too. <laughs> I know, right?
0: If, okay. Depending hey, on how cheap that new the cheaper model is. I'm down. I'll get, get one like for each of them for yeah. that cheap.
1: I mean, I'd love to get a third one for myself.
0: <laughs> All righty, cool. Um uh I, we're not really Call of Duty guys, but I'm just gonna give this headline because it's ridiculous. Uh, the new Call of Duty that's coming out this year is called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> and if it sounds familiar, that's because they came out with one of those on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And, <laughs> and the whole internet
1: like just went a uh, collective groan.
0: They went berserk. Over <laughs> yeah. they're just like, what? We're all gonna get confused. It's like, oh. <laughs> no, I mean, unless you're a dummy. What is
1: it? Just like a reboot, or is it like yeah, a?
0: So the. It's going to be called Modern Warfare, and according to Jason Schreier, uh, there's rumors it's going to be like a soft reboot. So I imagine it won't. I it probably won't be a similar story at all. But I imagine, yeah, it's going to go back to that similar time period with like because that first one took place in like the 2010s or whatever. So it was like modern day. That's what that was actually one of my favorite ones. Uh, modern Warfare One and Modern Warfare Two are my favorites because I loved a modern day um, fighter because it was like took place in the 2010s and basically or actually even earlier it took place in like the 2000s because you're fighting like in Iraq and Afghanistan and all that stuff in the games Um, it's it's a lot of fun so yeah I, uh, I really enjoyed that modern setting though like just having like regular guns that we have like today and weapons that we have today and like a setting that we live in currently today. Like, I don't know. I enjoy that. I don't like all the futuristic space stuff. Like if I want to play Halo, I'd play Halo. Like when call of duty started going like modern or advanced war fight, or advanced warfare, and then they had Infinite Warfare and they had like Black Ops 2, 3, 4, like everything's super futuristic and laser guns and blah, 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 like jump wall running and stuff. It's like, no, I just want to like go back to like, you know, just fighting in modern day. Like that was cool to me. I, I enjoyed that. So See, I don't know. And World War Two looked well, really fun to yeah. me. Yeah. Also, like- Call of Duty 1, 2, and 3, and then World at War, and then World War Two that came out all. You know, I love those games because I love all the history games too. Or even Black Ops 1 took place during the Cold War. So it's like 60s, 70s, all Black Ops stuff. And it's like, I love that because it's like, I don't know, it's such a cool feel to it. Like using like, you know, older weapons and stuff in these like jungles of Vietnam or something or like sneaking into Russia and stuff like that. And like, I don't know. It's just really cool settings. Like yes, really cool. I like that a lot better than like going to space. Like, it's like, eh. Like yeah. I said, if I want to play Halo, I'd play Halo. Like if I want to go to space, like I'll do that. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's that quick little headline. And the second one is just a quick little headline as well, um, talking about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie did in fact get uh, delayed. Um, so uh, everyone who was up in arms when that trailer came out about how he looked they came out and said, hey, don't worry about it. We're going to change it. We're going to fix it. Um, and then they put out another tweet this last week saying, hey, uh, by the way, we're postponing the release date now to February 14th of 2020. So for all you guys out there, your Valentine's Day, pre-order your tickets <laughs> now. Please do not pre-order your tickets now. It's going to be, be a hit
1: Valentine's not Day. Not for your movie. Valentine's Day. No. A, you know what? You had to have saw this coming. You can't. You no, can't change get everything yeah. and say no. Nope, we're still looking at November. No, adding another four months to it isn't in the grand scheme of things that big of a of a deal. I wouldn't be surprised to hear nerds throwing a fit about that though. About that. I don't aid. know.
0: I, I haven't heard anything negative on Twitter, which is surprising because everything on Twitter is negative. But I haven't <laughs> heard too much negative about it. Most people are like okay, yeah, like. You, you, whatever. Like, most people are so indifferent at this point. They were so angry about how he looked in the first trailer. So, like, whatever. If that's what it's going to take to make it good, then do it. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, that's that. You have to wait until next year to see Sonic. Sorry, guys. What's up, guys? Uh, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Podcoin. Do you like to listen to Super Gamer Boys? Well, the PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast out there. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android device. It's free. It's super easy to use. And you can use the PodCoin app to earn a PodCoin to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It's amazing how it works, and it turns your podcast listening into charity. Or if you just want to get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards, uh, it's pretty great. I use it... uh, Every day now, I'm listening to all of my favorite podcasts, uh, even my own. uh, To rack up those uh, Podcoins, I'm getting pretty close to getting my own rewards now. Um, I love it, and uh, it's super easy to use. You can get it from the App Store or the Android Store today. Seriously, just go get the Podcoin app, and if you use our invite code, GamerBoys, you'll get 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use our code, Gamer Boys. That's G-A-M-E-R-B-O-Y-S. Go give the PodCoin up a try. Remember, it's a podcast player that pays. Alrighty, so new releases real quick. We have uh, Layers of Fear 2 is coming out uh, May 28th. That's today on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, that is, so the first layers of fear I played on PC is the most terrifying game I've ever played. Like it is a crazy psychological thriller, like mm. mess with you, creepy, scary, like dark game, um, about an artist who's just like schizophrenia and you're going through like this mansion and just like, I don't know. It's, it's okay. insane. It's terrifying. So this is layers of fear too. It's a sequel. It's a, Takes So instead of a, a artist as in like a painter, it's an artist, but I think you're like a movie director.
1: Was it a PC-only game?
0: Originally it was, but it eventually came out on PS4 yeah. and Xbox One. Because
1: um, I remember seeing the trailer for that, and it did look incredible.
0: Yeah, it looked, it's, it great. it's like there's not really a lot of like gameplay to it. Sure. It's more just like a walking simile, like a walk around, but it's like it's so scary. Yeah. Um, and so the second one, it takes place on a boat. I think you're a movie director. And so instead of being like an artist as in a painter or whatever, you're, you're a director. Um, and so it's a lot more because that's kind of like the whole theme. It's like it's always like these. Um, distraught or pained or just like mess, like weird, like artists that are just like struggling with them, their inner selves and like their, their dark inner selves. So this one is, yeah, your movie director on a boat. Um, I watched a preview playthrough of it and it looks so scary. Like, at what? I know I keep talking about us doing a stream or doing, like, you know, Let's Plays and stuff and posting them on YouTube. This is one I think would be really fun, like, because like, we just scream the whole time. <laughs> like, no, 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 no! <laughs> so maybe we'll, we'll see what we can do with that. Um, and then another one that came out, I don't have it on the list, and I don't know what platforms it's on. I know it's definitely PC, PS4, and I think it's Xbox One, actually, but it's called Dauntless, um, and it's a free-to-play, and it is... Uh, Everyone's comparing it to Monster Hunter World, actually. I so say it's very similar in gameplay style, obviously, not in size and scope. But it's like a free-to-play Monster Hunter World, basically. So yeah. I it's on the PS4. Right? My PS4 hasn't yeah. been connected for the last two weeks because we've been moving. Um, so I haven't downloaded it yet, but I want to get it really bad because I love Monster Hunter World. How so, quick
1: are you getting the Wi-Fi hooked back up? Because you got to be flipping out uh, right well,
0: now. Well, I've had Wi-Fi at the old apartment, so I've been camping out in a sleeping bag on the floor and playing my Switch over there. You know, when I'm not moving or cleaning. Uh, but tomorrow, Wi-Fi gets turned on at the new place. So. Nice. Good to go.
1: So uh, as far as Wi-Fi, I think I've already shared with you and shared with the listeners here on the podcast. Um, Recently, I checked my Wi-Fi downloads and uh, my download was like three. And uh, you were telling me, what was your number again?
0: Uh, Average is about 175, 160. Okay.
1: Okay. So I thought that was incredibly insane because of the difference in the numbers. It's like, what the heck is wrong with mine? I was experiencing uh, an issue where, like, it was just taking forever for games to to download. Um, One person is watching Netflix in the room, and you're trying to watch Netflix or Hulu or something, and it's just – Loading, loading, loading. Well, my buddy who is going to be moving in with us, Brent, he has um, Comcast, so we're going to be getting Comcast cable at the house. And so he was saying, "Oh man, it's a lot better internet compared yeah, that's to AT T." Yeah. So he sent me a screenshot of his test that he did last night. Two hundred and forty-four. Nice. Dollars. I was like, what?
0: Dang, you guys going to be able to oh, launch dude, a rocket with um, that. That's
1: what I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to change my life or
0: what. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's life-changing. Having internet so fast that, like, before you click on a thing, it's happening. That's pretty. It's a pretty good feeling. You know what
1: we get a lot, <laughs> lot is, um like, my daughter is 15. She gets really PO'd because she, her, she'll be watching the show, and... The Wi-Fi is cutting out on her, and then she'll come in, who else is on the darn Wi-Fi? And then, like, she's, like, going and unplugging the modem and plugging it back in and stuff like that, <laughs> and then waiting forever, and then it still doesn't work. You know, for yeah. whatever reason, it's just crappy. It's extremely <laughs> crappy. So I look forward to not dealing with that attitude anymore. I'm I'm hoping this is going to change everything.
0: Nice. <laughs> it won't, but awesome. hey. <laughs> cool. Uh, for what you're playing, like I said, I haven't been playing much, but everyone... I, was, I almost put, like, a, an Instagram and Twitter post out there about it. You have to watch. It's called Raising Kratos. It's on YouTube. Go to PlayStation's YouTube channel or just type in Raising Kratos. It's completely free to watch. It's a two-hour-long documentary on the making of the God of War game, like literally from when it started to the whole six years of development. And, man, it is emotional roller coaster. Does it
1: spoil if you have not played the game oh, before? Oh, yeah. So if you have oh, not okay. played
0: the game and you want to know how, like, and you don't know how it ends or anything, like, don't watch it. But uh, if you don't care, definitely watch it. Or I've still not already... gotten
1: the game back from my nephew, whom I loaned it to. Okay. I look forward to being able to play no, it because man. it's an absolutely beautiful game.
0: So this this documentary, though, it it has, like, the highs, highs, and the lowest lows. And, like, this is one of those where I, like, there's – tearjerker moments man like you feel for these like everyone thinks game development is just so flowery and so easy like they just like go take a poop and a game comes out but no this is like six years of their life that they dedicate to this game like time like hundreds and I don't know thousands of hours that they're not spending with their families that they're just like they're not spending with friends there's heads down working together like bumping heads you know trying to work together fighting with each other That's how we do pest control, Gary. Yeah, right. Like this group of people, though, trying so hard to make like just an incredible game, a beautiful game that's fun to play, that's a gripping, engaging, incredible story. And I think what makes it even more incredible is like knowing the end result, like seeing the end result and being like, they did it. Like they, they, they made a 10 out of 10 game. But, Game of the year and, on and, so many different yeah. levels. And, yeah. and then, the, so then the, to watch and see what it took to make that, it's like, holy cow. Like, it is so crazy. Like, I don't know, think about it. Like, think about yourself six years ago. Like, you were probably a completely different person. I know I was a completely no, I, different person. I, I don't change. You don't change? Okay. I, I know, I'm not one of those that changes with stuff. I just kind of. I know I was a same. completely different person. And even like watching this at the beginning, like Corey Barlog, he's in his like 30s or something. Um And uh, they show him at the beginning and he's just like, he's like maybe in his early thirties or something. And then like, I don't know you, he's like,
1: at the end of the two hour thing, he's like a wizened up old black (laughs) man.
0: At uh, at the beginning he's like, I mean, he has a family and, but I don't think he even had a kid yet. Or maybe like the kid was like a newborn. Like he was like very fresh parent. Yeah. I think the kid was like just a baby still. And by the end, like, you know, his son is now like five or six years old. And I don't know. It's, He's just come so far, like because developing the story and just running this business and like trying to raise a family in the middle of that, or you know, supporting his wife and raising a family because he's so busy with the game. And I don't know. It's it was a there was multiple times where I just like, yeah, it was both incredibly fun to watch and incredibly like horrible to watch at the same <laughs> time. It's like man, it it puts game development into a whole new perspective for me.
1: Do you think that because you? That's awesome, man. I'm gonna look forward to so like even if you're just that. even if
0: you're just interested in how a game gets made, watch mm-hmm. this because it's, especially if you want to know how good games get made, because I'm sure those companies out there that just go take a poop and then a the game comes out. But to make a masterpiece, ten out of ten, like literally every ounce of their heart and soul and life went into this. Like there's they there's one part. I'm gonna spoil this little tiny part. It's uh, the two. Um, there's two heads of different departments. Uh, two ladies. One is uh, Yumi. I don't know her last name. I don't remember the other girl's name either. But they asked them kind of separate. Like they're sitting next to each other at a table, and they're like, "Hey, so, so what was it, what's your family life been like over the last few years or whatever?" And Yumi is just like, "Oh, it's it's been good. I've actually, it's been it's been hard, but I've had a really supportive family, and blah blah blah. It's been really good." And it pans over the other lady, and she's just like doesn't say anything for a while and just kind of like is looking at the camera and kind of looks off and looks around. She's like, you can see like her eyes kind of water up. She's like, I would rather not answer that question right now. And you're going to see it like, Oh man. And her like, obviously like, and they never address it again in the documentary. So it's just like, you don't know what happened, but obviously like she either like, I don't know, maybe she lost her husband or her like, or like maybe her husband left her. Cause you hear about that all the time. In, like with game developers and stuff like they, spend thousands of hours in this game like husband or wife leaves them or they lose their kids or their whatever like stuff happens that you just like can't you know your job is to make this game and you don't have time to you know support your family so i don't know there's just moments like that where it's like holy cow like it just makes such an you know enigmatic thing so much more real in that moment but yeah, definitely watch it. That's it's incredibly really touching.
1: Good. that That makes me want to want to watch it for sure. It, with God of War, because you because you did complete it, because you're not a fake gamer. Um, do you do you right. have right? Do you have any playability, like replayability, feelings about that game? I mean, I know you love it, and you said it's gorgeous, and and you got emotional about the story that was told in it and everything. But now, having completed it, not right now. Where I know where you're busy, you got a queue of games that we're playing and wanting to play. But is there a part of you that can look forward in a year or two and go, "Man, I'd kind of like to replay that again"? Or is it like, "I went through it, I'm good. I don't need to go back to it"?
0: After watching the documentary, I like I was ready in that moment to go back and play it. To be honest, like that got me hyped, um, and I I mean I've had that feeling for a while. But after watching it, it's kind of a kick in the butt. So I. If there's ever a lull here in the next couple of months, like I might go back and and play through that again, because there is they they added a it's called a New Game Plus, so you get to play through the game from beginning to end again, but you get to keep all your equipment from the previous playthrough. So all the enemies are harder, but you get all your strong all your abilities and your weapons and stuff. So like I I have not started that yet, so I might I I'd definitely be down to play that again. Like the story's so good, it's. It would make an incredible TV show, like I said earlier, like a movie or TV show. Oh, it'd be incredible.
1: But So I actually had a, uh, I had more playtime this week, even with my schedule being as crazy as it's been. I have been, you know, ditching phone calls for friends wanting to move and, you know, things like that. And uh, I was able to play more video games this week uh, in the early morning hours and then a little bit in the evenings and stuff like that. Not not much. I maybe, over the course of the, the last week, got in maybe an hour to an hour and a half of video game time. And that was spread out around two different games. Um, I am a PS Plus member, so one of the free games this month was What Remains of Edith Finch.
0: Oh, I want to play it so bad. Okay. It's been such a crazy month. I haven't, made, I haven't even opened it. I downloaded oh. it, and that was it.
1: So here's the thing. I'm not the greatest gamer in the world. I like what I like, which is normally games like uncharted last of us god of war when you get me outside of the box a little bit i have a hard time i love the the resident evil 7 i love resident evil 2 i love stories i love third person i love jump scares i love i love story
0: yeah you, you like the more cinematic elements in the game more than like right the uh like even like the artistic or goofy or indie like I I don't see you like in an indie so and I I
1: normally do not I normally do not but I I had seen a couple of previews and I thought it looks really cool and different so um I got an opportunity and there where I put it on and I played for a good 45 minutes this week and I absolutely loved it it is a Beautiful game, and it's totally different
0: to all you people listening out there. I feel like a lot of people are gonna be like 45 minutes. It's like when you're a dad with a family and Dude, you're busy with it's full, a lot of gameplay, <laughs> that's a lot of time to play. Dude, like, that's crazy. I'm so, telling
1: you, like, like,
0: i a lot of people out there. Oh, like, I'm sure, they, one game, like in one night, you know, <laughs> they do like two or three hours, no. and like that's a regular, that's an average time for a gaming session. 45 uh, minutes, that's a lot.
1: Occasionally, like, you know, like the kids will be in bed, or maybe my wife and the kids are are uh, at grandma and grandpa's house and I get off work late and so like hey we're not going to be home until late and I might have like a, oh my gosh I have an hour full of gameplay like <laughs> that stuff happens yeah. That's it does happen
0: I do that when I have like but 15 it's, minutes I'm like oh I'm pulling out the switch it, right and that's <laughs>
1: what happens more often than not is I go I get done for the evening and I'm like okay uh, did dinner took a shower the wife and the kids are not home I got some gameplay sweet and I pop the PS4 on and I'm like, ooh, what can I play? And I put something on and literally I'll play for like 15, 20 minutes. And then I hear the car pull up, the wife hit the horn, honk, honk. I gotta come out and grab sleeping babies. And I'm like, oh, it was it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> you know? And and it's cool. Like, and she's always really great where she's like Hey, no, go ahead and play. It's okay. I'm, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to. You know, I, I just because I feel guilt. I feel like crazy I, I feel guilt. The same
0: way, Trudy's always just like, you can play if you want. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know I it's can't. a trap. I can't. <laughs> like, you know, I literally can't do that. Like, yeah. I feel so guilty. Right. And yeah, it's it's definitely a trap. It's like the second you start playing. Oh yeah, you didn't want to spend time with me? You rather play <laughs> It's like, no, I just want
1: to put my brain on the back burner and not think and just enjoy a a story, you know, and not not have to, like, say something stupid that's going to get you upset. (laughs) So uh, the other thing that I played this week was uh, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Now, this is the Uncharted game that's – it's essentially the same engine as, as Uncharted 4. With uh, Nadine Cross, uh, one of the characters. So it's a couple of the girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I picked it up for really cheap. at. at, I uh, I
0: heard good things about that. I heard it's it's pretty good. It's great.
1: If you like Uncharted 4, it's just like Uncharted 4. Yeah. With a different story and with the girls in place of Nathan Drake and his brother and stuff. But it's... The same. It's the gameplay is the same. The story is different, and it's fun, man. That's like, awesome. So yeah, I played about forty-five minutes of that over the course of a couple of couple of different days, and I'm so glad to be getting into it. And the reason I chose that one, I have so many games, mostly yours, uh, at the house that I should be playing through.
0: Yeah, you do have a lot of my games. I need
1: to be returning some of those. I think I only have one. I know I've but, been
0: itching to go back to Resident Evil Two. I'm like, and, dang,
1: and I'm actually going to be giving that one back to you. And th- the reason for that is this. I don't have time to play that one right now, and I can't play it around my kids. It's it's way too
0: gory. I mean, you could just mess them I mean, up for the rest of their right, lives. Right? I mean, I turned out all right. I watched it when I was like three, four years old. I turned out all right. Yeah,
1: and other than the the body scarring and stuff like that, and you know, the self mutilation, you're pretty, you're pretty okay. But no, I'm I'm kind of just I I that's always in the background of my head is like. Would I feel comfortable with my with my little girl walking into the room, or with my son who loves video games coming into the room? Am I going to feel comfortable with what they're seeing? So you know, so if if they weren't around, I had more of that whole you know, mom and the kids are gone, I got more playtime. Oh, I'm going to play some of the gory stuff with the light on, with the light on. Just saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. Uh, all righty, guys. I'm making some edits on the fly here. We are an hour and six minutes in. So we're not doing a question of the show like we originally planned. So sorry, Chloe there. We'll save it for another episode, I promise. We won't forget about you. <laughs> um, but Chloe, last, he does this all last the time. Week, last week, making edits on the fly. Last week we did not do a choose your own adventure because uh, our mystery dude, <laughs> I can't. I haven't thought of like a good name for for the person writing in these stories, which everyone who's listened to the one episode probably already knows. But I I like to make myself just to make, make myself feel better. Keeper. To make myself feel better, I'm going to keep not referring to who's writing in. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, your uh, your crypt keeper here wrote in
1: the old mage, and he says I don't know if that's that's a that's a Dungeons and Dragons thing, right? That's the person who writes stuff. A, mage? Or he's a scribe,
0: he's a scribe. A scribe. Yeah, yeah, the go. old scribe. Um, here you go. So the last we left off with you at the church, and you were talking to people about your sword.
1: Wait a second. <clears throat> uh, what?
0: You are at the church asking people around because you have this sword. Remember, that's where we left off.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about something else. The way you said that. Okay,
0: so nope. So here is what we're picking up. Here we go. You begin pacing around the church, asking the sword, asking about the sword to the various villagers, all of whom seem to be concerned about your well-being, asking if you are okay and why you have a sword in the first place. One of the ladies you recognize as red. Wait, what? Oh, one of the ladies recognize you as. Re- Reginald's... Hang on, I am You're bad at one reading. Of one of the ladies you recognize, recognize as Reginald, Reginald Fairfield's Fairchild's wife. Fairfield's wife, Laurel, approaches you and tells you that you should be getting home to your family. It's getting late. She reminds you to tell your wife about tea tomorrow. As she walks away, you notice across the street a figure leaning against the wall in one of the alleys. It's almost dark now, and the alley is not lit. You can just make the faint outline of a large body with a hood covering its face. The figure seems to be staring at you intently, Just as it begins to stop leaning off the wall, you hear the sudden creak of a door and a firm grasp on your shoulder as you are pulled inside. What in Grumbar's name do you think you're doing, John Jackson? You turn around and see yourself facing a large burly man with a scar over his eye and some reading glasses. You see that the priest is not wearing his holy garments, just some clothes to relax, in. sternly the priest continues to lecture you. You're out here having... Here, you're out here talking to every passerby about swords and figures. What game have you been playing with your boy now? I'm trying to read a good book, but no, I have you out here being loud, disrupting my... He pauses and finally notices the sword in your hand. A somber look falls over his face, and he drops a stern tone, and his voice lowers to almost a whisper. I see. So it has begun already. We do not have much time. I must gather my things. We must assume they know to come here since you have been waving that about the whole town. He peers over his glasses and with a serious look and a tone of great concern, John, tell me that you've gathered your family and brought them here with you from the farm. It is no longer safe. What do you do?
1: Well, no, I hadn't hadn't gone home yet. So no, I haven't gotten my family yet. I mean, do I have to like?
0: What do you get, do now? What I'm do gonna have
1: do? to. I'm gonna do what I need to do to get my family. So, obviously, I don't have a car. I'm gonna have to hit my Uber app.
0: So, I, I don't know if you notice in any of these stories, but obviously, this doesn't take place in modern day. Like we've talked about, in holy previous, grumbar. We've talked about. You're in, right. We've talked about previous like stories. There's like, I mean, there's. Swords and armor and carriages and different things and okay. old so, church like lit by lanterns and okay. candles. So obviously this so is a modern thought, day.
1: I thought for sure I'd be able to hit the Uber and possibly do Uber Eats. This so is an M Night Shyamalan some, twist here. Could have the whole time you thought day. it was modern
0: day, it's not. Okay. It's like the village, but backwards. Okay. <laughs> spoiler. Right, spoil- really, spoiler for that everyone. That really throws
1: it off for me because I kind of saw this as being a modern day thing, and I was wondering like, what in the grumbars he talking about? Um, okay. So I'm going to have to get my family and then hook back up with this dude. Uh, so
0: that's what you do. You run home to,
1: well, no, I'm you, not really big on running. Okay. I know I look like I'm a cardio guy. Not so much.
0: So you're going I'm gonna to have to borrow
1: like one of those, like, uh, those carts that have like the bicycles I, attached to them you okay. know cuz i know they've got these in so this gonna village so you're going to take a car right?
0: or carriage of some sort and go yes. back to see what's up with your family
1: right i'm okay. allergic to horse poop so i'm not going to be taking like a carriage with horses or anything like that okay but probably just like one of those like chinese style with the bike and like the little awning over yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. get one of those okay i'll st- i know there's going to be one of those parked by grumbar's church or whatever and so i'll uh i'll get one of those and head home Head home to go okay. get my family to try sounds, to bring them back to the church.
0: Sounds good. Well, well, will We will hear back from the crypt keeper next week.
1: Are you sure they don't have an Uber?
0: Uh, I mean, it may be ye old you Uber or something. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Um, boy, it's jam packed with lots and ni- lots of news. A lot happened this last week, and. I'm, Came into this feeling really unprepared. So hopefully you guys actually got something good out of this because I...
1: You mean you came in feeling like I do all the time?
0: Yeah. No, it was, it's was it been so chaotic, you know, getting out of, doing this move. So thank you for bearing with us. Uh, if you haven't already, like I said, it's the top of the show. Go check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us there if you love what we do. And you have a couple bucks in your pocket pulling them. Burning a hole right through that pocket. Um, Take your pants off because you can get hurt. Yeah, fire's bad, especially in that in that region down there. Mm-hmm. Bad news. Uh, review us on iTunes or your favorite uh, podcast app there, but iTunes helps us out the best. So if you have an A- Apple account, an iTunes account, go over there, review us. If you don't have one, that's free to sign up for one. Just go do it. Yeah, I think you do. If you don't have an Apple device, I think you can go to the, online, like on their website. Like if you type in, I haven't tested this. <clears throat> but you might be able to do... Say it with some type of authority. Super Gamer Boys iTunes. Yep, there we go. Type in Super Gamer Boys iTunes on Google, and it pops up right there. And you can leave a review, so you don't even have to have an Apple device. You can go right to our podcast on, uh, on their website, and I, you m- might be able to leave a review. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. But um, if you want to know where to find us uh, throughout the week... Uh, we have a website, supergamerboys.com where you can contact us. You can shoot an email to us there. Um, a quicker way to contact us. And if you want to be able to like have a back and forth and interact, uh, go to Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm way, I'm always on the, on, on, the social media. So if you hit us up there, I'll probably reply back pretty quick or in the email. I don't think there's an option for me to reply back to you. So usually I get the email and that's kind of the end of it. <laughs> um, Check me out at my personal Twitter, at Gmorelang, and JJ, he's at? At JJ
1: Purdom, and I'm on the social meds constantly. Yeah, you, you keep, you keep saying have, that. I, but... I am. I have the app on my phone. Okay. So, I mean, I, yeah. I'm I on
0: there. Uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram, at GroundFloorGraphics, and Facebook.com, uh, at GroundFloorGraphics. F-
1: And I saw there was a recent thing on the Twitter, because I check that constantly, that uh, we're putting out some ideas currently for some threads that we might be uh, potentially having some merch.
0: Oh, I did some polls on Instagram, yeah. On Instagram, I put out a couple polls, get some ideas what people wanted, um, and uh, yeah. Anybody
1: want us to cancel the show?
0: No, they... uh, so the most interesting answer I got, because I asked, like, do you want T-shirts? Do you want three-quarter, like, baseball T-sleeves? Or do you want long sleeve, like what we have? And most people said T-shirt, except for one person uh, said they wanted mesh shirts. So that sounds like fun.
1: I'm not allowed to wear mesh. This is a, an That's old a- rose from the 90s. <laughs> I, I can't talk about it on the podcast, okay.
0: So did, um, what did
1: they what did the people seemingly go for? Were they more t-shirts. into the no, 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 were they more into the uh, the super Gamer Boys logo or the logo with the cartridge on our faces?
0: well, for so that was the second poll was for the stickers because I'd like to do stickers at some point. I think it'd be cool. um i I had it up. It was either what the super Gamer Boy logo or do you want the cartridge logo? And people unanimously wanted the cartridge logo. So. They
1: want our face. <laughs> they want our
0: faces on there. Yeah, buddy.
1: That's pretty awesome, actually.
0: Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll see. I'm asking around, getting pricing some stuff out, see if we can't get a little merch store sh- very, started up here.
1: Very cool. And I hope that she can make me look a little thinner and you know, maybe a little yeah. bit of edit. You know, there's like a three chin thing. It's kind of double.
0: Well, I television. made I made the original pixel art of you. Yeah, I know. I, there's I know. No, there's you, no double chin. You
1: kind of made it look like I'm like, uh, you know, like a walrus face. I mean, gonna, you're a little. I'm just getting a little round. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> a little and round. I don't think that's very accurate. Uh,
0: I mean, it's a, it's a caricature. It's just a little caricature. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not not a portrait painter here. It's, I'm working with blocks here. It's, right, it's right. pixel art. Yeah. I'm working with blocks. You're lucky you look as good as you do. Okay? Actually, it looks pretty darn good. <laughs> it took me like 10 hours to do that. It'd take anyone else like five minutes. To... <laughs> uh, no, it didn't take me that long. But Cool, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I uh, can't wait to see you all next week. Hopefully, I'll be more prepared. Uh, but until then, I'll see you all on the flippity-flop.